Hello, welcome to episode 13 of last year, The Chemo Saved My Life. Um, This week, I am just going to speak about uh, basically like coming to the end of my treatment because I've kind of um, given you all the information, I think, um, in regards to kind of like what was going on when I was having treatment. Um, So I'll speak about coming to the end of it. Don't worry, I'm not like at the end of it episodes or you might actually be thinking please god is this ending soon um but there's still more stuff to speak about after this so um yeah it's not the end of the episodes but it's just like talking about the end of my treatment so like I've explained already I had treatment over six months so it was June until November um every other Friday and I had like a schedule I was having treat uh treatment I was gonna say tremo treatment every other Friday um so I had like the strict schedule that I wanted to stick to because my 30th birthday was the week after I was due to finish so I was refusing to go outside the schedule I had to stick to that plan so when I was coming towards the end of the treatment I had like a couple of things that nearly threw me off track so um, basically I had that pick line in my arm which um, I was giving my treatment through and it had like come out of the place where it should be and one day one of the um, nurses was cleaning it so basically I used to have to go even though I only had to go to hospital once every two weeks to have chemo I had to go in every week in between chemo to have um, my pick line all cleaned and the bandage changed on it and the plaster so um, I went in one day to have it cleaned and um, the nurse was like oh that looks like the wire of that looks really long Um, and basically it'd been like kind of pulled out of my arm a bit so it wasn't where it should be in my chest meaning that the chemo wouldn't be going to the right area of me so she was like oh I feel like you need to I need to send you for a scan so I was sent for a scan and it turned out that yeah my the wire was not where it should be so there was talk of me not having chemo um that week and I was like no I need to have chemo sorry um so basically I said can we do it through like my vein like through a what's the word can is it cannula that goes in your hand and I'd had it through my hand before and it's actually very very painful the chemo I was having literally burns your veins so it was really painful to do it through my hand but I was like no sorry I need to stick to schedule so we're gonna have to just do it manually um and then so I did have chemo actually that week um through my veins and you know what it's the only way I can explain how painful it is when you don't have that pick line to have it through um this isn't everyone's chemos this is just one of the ones I have really had really like aggravates your veins um and it basically felt like as if my veins were going to pop that's the only way I could describe it so basically sat there for a lot longer than four hours uh, because they needed to uh, mix like saline I think solution with it or in between every like bit of chemo I had to have like a solution put in to basically like water it down so it wasn't so harsh on my veins so yeah it was really uncomfortable actually having it manually but like I say I just wasn't willing to budge on um, the schedule that I was on and then there was this was literally like I think my last chemo actually I was full of the cold in the week leading up to it and um like I've explained before like I had no immune system so they're really obviously conscious if you're ill we shouldn't be going ahead with chemo and I was like 
I'm sure I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And like all week I was like, oh my God, this cold needs to budge. So I was just taking like herbal and cold stuff. Cause I'm like, I've said before, I don't really like taking medicine, even though I was having chemo, which is like poison. Um, but I was like taking all this herbal stuff, eating loads of oranges, eating loads of green veg, like making these juices, like, oh my God, this cold needs to go. Anyway, got to like the day before chemo. And I think I went in for like a checkup I can't remember what I went in for now. Anyway, they were like, oh, how do you feel? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm fine. I'm literally, I was like, my nose is a little bit runny, but I feel absolutely fine. Like, please, can we still go ahead with treatments? They're like, right, okay. So, um, yeah, again, refused to postpone it and managed to stick to the schedule. So the last chemo, like, finally came round and I can't even explain, do you know, like, when you're going through something horrible like that, I just had been like like wishing my life away, like counting down the days to get to this last day. And finally it was here and I was like, oh my God, like I've made it, like this is it. So I went in for my chemo, I was like so happy, so excited, Um, got there and obviously started having my chemo. And then I was in, like I usually was always in like the same bay having it, but all like the same side of the room. But this day I was in like another side, which was like really bright and sunny and nice. And I just sat there having my chemo. I think I was probably like watching something on my phone. And then I looked up and three of my best friends came into the room. And actually, I think they'd asked me a few times if they could come to my chemo with me. But um, you were only allowed like two visitors per like bed. And so I used to be like, oh, no, I'm fine going on my own. I didn't mind going on my own at all. Um, But this day... The nurses obviously knew it was my last chemo, so they let um three of my friends come in. Um, so the girls walked in and they had like a big bunch of flowers for me and some cupcakes. Um, and I was like, what are you doing here? And they like came and like just stood with me while I had chemo or sat with me. And one of the nurses was like, oh, let's get a photo of you. And I'm so against like, not against it, but it just bothers me. Do you know when people post like on social media a picture of them in hospital and then, like, they don't explain what's going on. Like, I don't really like hospital pictures. I just, I don't really get it. But I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know about a picture. And they were like, it's your last chemo. Like, you'll want to remember this. I was like, okay. So we got a photo together, me and the girls, me looking rather bald. Um, and then they just stayed with me, I think, for the rest of my chemo. They're at work that day, but I think they just, kept, like, came on there, took, like, their lunch breaks and came to sit with me. Um, so I finished treatment and like, I was really, really like teary that day. I just was like, so I can't even explain how happy I was to finish treatment. Um, so I think I might've had a little cry, I think when I left the hospital, I can't remember. And then I came home and then my house was like full of flowers. Like so many people had sent me flowers to say like, you know, you've got to the end of chemo. Um, so I just like had a day of like crying. I just was like so happy. I honestly was just sat in my lounge. I think, um, my nephew was here And I just was like crying nonstop, just like so proud of myself that I'd got to the end of it. And so the whole time that I was ill, like I've said, I wanted to keep it quiet. And then like I knew by this point that people had kind of started speaking about it. And I was hearing like rumours about myself. Like, sorry, I just want to actually tell you a rumour that I heard about myself because I to this day cannot even like imagine where it even came from. You know, normally if you hear a rumour, you think like, oh, there's no smoke without fire, they're part of the story might be true this is not true I don't know where it came from but this is a rumor I heard about myself that I went to a restaurant 
and ordered a meal and there wasn't enough food on my plate. I wasn't happy with the amount of food on my plate. And apparently I shouted at the waiter and said in front of everyone, can you get me some more food? Do you not know that I've got cancer? Right, first of all, I would never, ever, ever be rude to waiting staff or anyone, actually. I hate when people are rude to anyone. So definitely wouldn't have done that. Um, Secondly, I was keeping it a secret. I was ill, so obviously not going to stand up in a restaurant and say that. Um, Thirdly, if I wanted more food, I would just order more food. Um, Definitely not the sort of thing I would do. And yeah, just do not know where that rumour came from. So I heard that about myself and I'm hearing all these like random things like, oh, um, like that I had breast cancer, which wasn't true. Um, Just like stuff that wasn't true. And I was like, do you know what? I've got to the end of it. Um, I'd started writing anyway, the day that I found out I had cancer. I started writing like a social media post about it. Um, Mainly that was because I just believe that if you believe something to be true it'll happen so I just was like putting it out there that I was better before I was um so I was like right I'll just like set the story straight on social media so I posted I ended up posting actually sorry what my plan was was I was like right I'll wait till next week when I have my birthday party I'll get a picture of me looking like decent with my wig on and makeup on and I'll post that with the post and then like I was when the day came round and I'd finished treatment and I was like so overwhelmed by finishing it and my friends coming to the hospital and stuff I was like you know that's actually like really unreal of me to post a photo of me with a wig on probably looking a much better than I naturally did um so I was like I'm just going to be real about this like the the truth about cancer is you don't look you know, decent, you don't look like you do with your wig on. So like, why was I going to like post a picture that was a bit fake, you know? So I decided to post the photo that the nurses had taken of me and the girls. um, And then basically just explained that I had had cancer and for six months and things that I'd learned over that time. So stuff like how important um, giving blood is because the amount of people I'd seen having chemotherapy who had to have blood transfusions and there were quite a few occasions where they, there was mention of me having one because my like platelets were so low. Um, so I just really learned how important blood giving blood is to save people in my position. Um, also stuff like um, giving stem cells. I think you can go and be like it's literally just a swab you could just order it online a swab to see like if you would be a stem cell match for someone and if there was a case where somebody had a blood cancer like me and they needed a stem cell match you'd just be on the register and you'd be contacted and it's really actually a simple process to give something that could save someone's life um organ donation I cannot give any organs now because I've had cancer. I can't give blood either because I've had cancer. Um, But organ donation, really important. You could save someone's life. So I basically just like done a big post about things that I'd learned and to thank my friends and family for being like so amazing for me when I went through it. So I kind of posted that information mainly on Facebook and obviously just thought I'd explain to people that knew me what was going on. Um, but I don't really know how this happened, but it ended up being shared, like the post, my post was shared like 200 and something times and liked by like nearly 2000 people. So that was a bit crazy. Like half the island then obviously knew, but that's fine. I mean, I think the information that I was giving was hopefully 
a bit educational for people and I can say that off the back of my post a lot of people messaged me saying they'd actually signed up to be like blood donors or organ donors um from seeing my post so I mean it was definitely worthwhile me posting it for that reason and then for Instagram I posted something a bit different actually because I feel like Instagram is so like fake everyone posts I mean, everyone does it. Everyone posts pictures with, like, filters and stuff on. I actually, like, try now not to post, like, really filtered photos. Like, obviously, I might, like, put a filter on it, but I don't use any filters that, like, really edit your face anymore because I think I used to do that on Snapchat and now I'm looking back at pictures and I'm like, you do not look like that. So I just wanted to actually use what happened to me to highlight how fake Instagram is. So I posted um, the same photo of me and my friends and then that post was more, I did obviously say, I think I said thank you to my friends and family. I said about the blood donor, all that jazz, but I more so used it to say And just while I'm on this subject, I've actually been posting photos probably every other week when I felt well enough to go out. I positioned my hair in a certain way. I've put hair extensions in. I've worn a wig. And you've probably all thought I was living a really good life. I think I posted on Instagram that I bought a new car. Um, I was like, people are probably looking at me thinking I'm living a really good life. But the reality is I've literally had the worst six months ever so I just kind of used um the Instagram post to highlight that like what you see on Instagram isn't real so um off the back of me posting that then honestly I can't even explain how many bunches of flowers I received or just like gifts from people like a lot of people I knew didn't know I was ill anyway my mum's house genuinely was like a florist like there was flowers everywhere like I couldn't even believe like some people who I don't you know don't even speak to that often was sending me bunches of flowers I honestly was so overwhelmed by like how kind everyone was and so many people were messaging me people I don't know were messaging me um it was actually like quite amazing and do you know what actually I felt like okay I'd been through all of this shit but I felt like I had managed to do something like beneficial from it and by like sharing what happened to me um a lot of people were saying I'm going to pass on your story to you know like a family member who's got cancer or um I'm going to sign up to give blood and I felt like kind of there like it being beneficial what had happened to me and I will actually go into this on another episode but probably sounds like a really weird thing to say but having cancer was probably the best thing that's happened to me because like my life now is completely different and I'm so much happier but I'll go into that another time so uh, that week I just yeah I don't know I just was like on cloud nine like oh my god just like knowing I'd finished treatment and then the next weekend was my birthday so um I don't know like I said last episode I don't normally make a big deal about my own birthday but this year I was like yeah I am making a big deal about it so um ABBA party so um I got the silent disco bus for me and the girls um I actually just also wanted to like I just wanted to celebrate with the girls and I also wanted to like do something for them to say thank you because they'd been so good to me like the whole time I've been sick so um the plan was that we were going to my friend Zoe's house for pre-drinks and then we'll get picked up by the silent disco bus so that was on the Saturday um on the Friday which was my actual birthday um Lucy took me for a spa day and a meal at 
um, Bohemia, which is a lovely hotel over here, one of the best hotels. Um, actually, that's not even the name of the hotel. That's the restaurant in the hotel. Um, so me and Lucy, we met for lunch and we obviously started drinking and then we went for this spa day and the receptionist was so confused so like I turned up at the spa reception wearing my wig and then with we both had a glass of prosecco in our hands and we're drunk and the lady's like oh you can't bring that prosecco in here and we were like oh okay I was like okay I'll quickly just down it so down it and then she gives us like a questionnaire to fill out and it's like have you like you had to confirm you hadn't had alcohol I was like awkward then it was like had to confirm you hadn't had chemotherapy lately so I'm like to her excuse me um so I actually have just had alcohol upstairs I also have had chemotherapy she's probably thinking I'll get out anyway we weren't having um anything that like my chemo would affect so I think we both had I can't even remember now I think we must have had a massage each and we then we went in to use the spa so we were like a little bit tipsy, um, doing this like little mud. I think we had like a mud bath. There was definitely a selfie of us with like mud all over us. Um, so we just had like a really fun little spa day there. And then like I came back out from the spa day and then I had no wig on and like bald head. And I think the receptionist was so confused like what was going on here. And then we went down to the yacht, uh, which if you're not from Jersey is like the main bar place in Jersey um and we just sat outside the yacht and my dad was actually in there with his friends every time I'm in the yacht my dad is in there with his friends um and my uncle and they were like kept sending us over champagne and bottles of Prosecco so um yeah we just basically sat there and got drunk but we knew that we had um Saturday to look forward to so we didn't go too wild and then Saturday came round and I was like so excited for my party. Um, I'd got myself like a all-in-one like jumpsuit, I guess it, it would be called, with like it was flared and like sparkly all over. Um, and we went to Zoe's house to have a drink. And when I got there, uh, most of the girls were there already and the Spice Girls were playing. And I was like, oh yeah, like obviously just thought they'd put on the Spice Girls because I love the Spice Girls. And then the girls are like, oh, right, we need to give you a birthday present. So I was like, oh, okay. Not not even, you know, expecting anything. And so the first thing they gave me, I opened it and it was grow your own avocado. And I was like, yes, love this. And they were like, that's, that's not your main gift. I was like, oh, okay, really excited about the grow your own avocado. Um, and then they gave me, uh, they got me two bracelets um, which I literally wear every day. Um, and then they gave me like a little book and it was, um, I can't remember what the front of it says. It's got a Spice Girl quote on the front of it. I can't remember what it is now. And um, inside it's full of basically like quotes from women, like inspirational quotes from women. And I was like, oh, I love this because I love little books like that. So I was really happy with that. And they were like, open the book. And I opened it and folded up inside was tickets to see the Spice Girls. So they had arranged for us all, basically all of us, I think maybe like two people didn't come, um, all of us to go and see the Spice Girls in Manchester. Um, so was it Manchester? Yes, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was. And so that was just like the best present anyone had ever got me. But the girls had had an absolute nightmare. So basically what had happened was, I obviously knew Spice Girls tickets were coming out. 
and was like, we need to go and see the Spice Girls. And they pretended to me they couldn't get them. And then I'd said, oh, don't worry about it. My friend Becky's getting me one. I'll go with her. So like my friends had had to message my friend Becky in the UK, like, don't get her tickets for this day. We've got her tickets already. Um, so basically they tricked me into thinking that it sold out and we couldn't go, but really we were going. So yeah, we did go there. Um, can't remember what month we went in, but we went, I don't know, a few months later and it was amazing. So then um, we got picked up by the coach. Um, it was absolutely freezing. My birthday's in November, so it was so, so cold. But I think we'd all had enough to, dr- to drink to make it okay. So we got picked up, um, went on the silent disco bus. One of my friends, who actually I was going to say I won't name. I'm going to name you. Um, my friend Kerry. Sorry, Kerry. Um, got a bit carried away and just we were already still like we were still on the bus we'd only been on there I think we'd booked two hours we'd only been on there like an hour Kerry literally filled a plastic carrier bag like to the top with vomit she was so so drunk and but the bus man was amazing he just was kind of like letting he was just like letting us you know have a great time anyway so we took a little detour to Kerry's house dropped her home halfway through because she genuinely couldn't walk um, we carried on, we drove up to like St. Brellard's and actually Kerry, I don't know if Kerry made St. Brellard's or not. I can't remember whether we dropped her home first or not, but Lucy's mum and stepdad, um, wanted to wave at us. So they came out on the road with their dog Kaz and were waving at us and we went bye. And then we went up to, um, Le Bray Car Park and, no, this sorry, I was thinking of another party there where we had sparklers. I don't think we had sparklers, but we stopped to go to like the loo and stuff. Anyway, my friend Jen was like trying to go to the toilet somewhere in the wilderness. <laughs> like, I can't remember what, I, I should have got the girls to remind me of this before I told this story. But something happened anyway, and she's like falling over in the car park whilst going to the toilet in the wilderness. Um, her tights were like on one leg, off the other. She'd lost a boot um get back on the bus oh actually when we were at the car park I actually did like a little I had a bottle of Prosecco and I like shook it up and was like just said thanks to the gals for the last six months and then we all had like a little cry or I definitely did um I think we sprayed some Prosecco got back on the bus went into town and then I thought this was like before you pre-covid before you had to book everything and so we got to town I was just thinking we were just going to go out into town and then the girls were like oh got the bus driver to stop um somewhere that I wasn't expecting us to go and they had actually booked out um like the top roof terrace of a bar and they decorated it with like happy birthday balloons and they had a cake for me and a playlist on so we stayed there had lots of fun all being really naughty I remember Emma and Lucy being in a plant pot at one point my friend yeah I'm gonna name you as well my friend Sam renowned for getting absolutely wasted every time we go out um like to a point where she's wild um so Sam it was there's a picture on someone's phone one of our phones of Sam it was taken at 9 30 and she genuinely like the white bit of her eye is like pure red bloodshot and she is a state she was um yeah falling all over the place and um 
we had to leave because she was too drunk. Sorry, Sam, for telling this story. But it's all part of the fun of the evening. Um, so, yeah, we left there, went into town. I think we were in the yacht. Yeah, I stayed in the yacht till, like, two and just had the best after chemo celebrations ever. So that is basically um, what happened at the end of my chemo. So next week, I think I'll speak about kind of what happened after that. Um, so like, it's a bit of a roller coaster because when you finish treatment, you're obviously like on this high. But then I was going to say I th- it might just be me, but I actually know it's not because I know it's like a thing that happens to a lot of people. But then you kind of actually go the other way and things get confusing and you don't feel your best. So I'll talk about that next week. Um, so yes, that's it for this week. So have a lovely weekend and I'll be back next week for episode 14. Um, I don't want to end all of these on a non round number. So I would have ideally liked to go to 20 episodes, but, um, I'll see how much more I've got to speak about. I probably still have got a little bit more to go still. So, um, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, episode 14 will be next week. So I'll speak to you then. Bye.